0: Welcome to TGI Tourism Geography Insights, a podcast of Tourism Geography's journal where we discuss our latest research and developments of our peer-reviewed journal which explores tourism and tourism-related areas of recreation and leisure studies from a geographic perspective. The podcast executive team, Joseph Cheer and Mary Mostafonajet, editors of the journal, along with associate editors, Jamie Gillen and Jaon Cho. Joseph and Mary, can you tell us a little bit about the journal and what you're looking for?
1: Hi, everyone. I think I'll introduce myself first. I'm Joseph Chia. I'm here in Japan as we're recording this. I'm, along with Mary Mostafanejad, the co-editor-in-chief of the journal Tourism Geographies.
2: Hi, everyone. It's nice to be here today. I'm Mary Mostafanajad. I'm actually in California right now as a visiting scholar at the University of California at Berkeley. I'm a professor in the Department of Geography and Environment at the University of Hawaii at Manoa.
1: What are you looking for in terms of submissions to the journal? I think it's important to understand what the journal is about because Tourism Geographies is not a regular tourism journal. It's not only about tourism. Uh, as the As the title of the journal suggests, tourism and geographies are the two key pillars of Um, the journal's um, aims. Tourism Geographies is obviously a peer-reviewed journal. Uh, It's, according to Scopus, it's the number one journal in tourism by SiteScore score as of September the 5th, and number two in Geographies. Um, It explores tourism and tourism-related areas of recreation and leisure studies from a geographic perspective, and we aim to bring together academic and applied research and regional traditions from around the world, including multidisciplinary works, from geography and related fields such as anthropology, other social sciences, landscape architecture, urban and regional planning, and environmental science and management. So as you can see, it's a truly multidisciplinary journal.
2: Yeah, I think that's a good point, and that tourism geographies. Of course, we focus on geographical scholarships, but scholars in lots of different social science and humanities disciplines engage with topics that are, in in many senses, geography. Right. So when we think about geography, especially human geography, we're really talking about place and meaning, and how people and social, political, cultural. drivers and implications of tourism. So we welcome scholarship from a range, from scholars from a range of disciplines.
0: Jamie and Joyeon, you're involved in the review process. So what are you looking for?
3: I think it's really important for authors bring their critical voices when they write their manuscript. The papers and manuscripts that I've been rejecting the most recently have been having only manager, managerial perspectives I and mean, with lots of, uh, you know, statistical modeling. So even though you've done beautiful structural equational modeling, if there is no critical analysis or your own voices on a phenomena around tourism and geography that might not be too interesting or relevant to tourism geography's genre. So I think it's really, really important to have authors critical and their own voices and analysis.
4: It's uh, important to remember that tourism geographies as a journal is almost 25 years old. And preceding that, there was a tremendous amount of human geography scholarship about tourism. So tourism geography has a long history in human geography and in the social sciences. So what we're looking for as editors is, are you engaging with the literature and the debates in tourism geographies? And that can go beyond the journal itself, but it should also be rooted in the journal. Secondly, and this is speaking to Jay Yoon's point, the idea of papers being surprising is of great interest to us. We want to learn and discover new things about tourism geography globally and so that isn't necessarily going to translate to projects and research that tells us what we already know in a a very functionalist way. We're looking for things that are interesting that dispute and disrupt the norms uh, that we understand to be tourism geographies.
2: So I think that's a really great point, Jamie, and I think that really pushes home the point that when we're looking for papers to publish in tourism geographies, one of the key questions we ask we ask ourselves of the paper is, how does this paper advance tourism geographies knowledge? And that is really a ki- critical point. We're not looking for case studies that tell us what we already know, but in fact, what is surprising? What did we learn what, that we did not already know?
1: Yeah, that's right, Mary, you know, uh, authors will be familiar with the term contribution to knowledge, right? And as as Jamie and, and Mary have both said, we ask ourselves, what's the contribution to knowledge here? Because we don't necessarily want to publish what's already been published uh, many, many times. We want to find those gold nuggets in the work, right? So as you prepare your paper, um, it's important to understand that, you know, what what is my contribution to knowledge in this regard? But I think it's more than that. Um, contribution to knowledge, while that's important, preparing your paper meticulously is vital. For example, at the moment, excluding papers and special issues, we have an acceptance rate of 5%. So at over nine out of 10 papers are rejected. And it's a very tough task for us because very often we have good studies that are rejected. But what we want in our journal, because we have a very low acceptance rate, is we want papers and authors to ensure that the work that they give to us is exemplary, that it makes a significant contribution to knowledge, thats that it is of interest, as Jamie said, because for us in the academic game, I suppose, is we want people to read the papers we publish, and we also want them to be cited um, as well.
2: I think that's an important point, Joseph. And on that note, we have developed a list of publication criteria that's also published on our uh, website. And I'll just go ahead and share that with our listeners here. Uh, we have eight key points that we ask authors to ask themselves, and we also ask editors to ask of authors. So it goes both ways. And the reason that we publish this, this, these questions on our website is because we don't—we want to have uh, transparency in why papers are accepted or not in the journal. So I'll go ahead and share those, those lists of questions. The first one is, is the research question relevant to tourism geographies? And this, of course, is a key question. One of the main reasons, as Jayan has already alluded to, that papers are rejected is because they really don't address tourism geographies questions. They address questions that are more relevant to, for example, a tourism management journal or uh, interests. So this is a key question. We're not looking for management papers. We're not a management journal. Management questions are important to tourism geographies, but we need, them, we need the management questions to be engaged with broader social science critical think critical theory type of questions Um, number two is the research design sound and so this is really a basic question of is do the research are the research questions reasonably addressed by the research methods and this also leads into question three are the claims by the author well supported by the data provided so we might have semi-structured interviews but do those interviews actually support the broader theoretical claim that the author is trying to make. Number four, are the research questions, methods, and analysis well integrated? Again, this is really just a broader question looking at the specific relationship between the questions, methods, and analysis. So this goes back to number two and number three, looking at the relationship between the methods, the, actual, the questions, the actual methods, and then the broader analysis. Number five, does the paper have a broader relevance to tourism geography scholarship beyond the case study at hand? And this is really the basic question that gets back to Jamie's point about wanting to be surprised or wanting to know something beyond the case study right so it needs to have a broader relevance beyond the the sort of the details of the project um number six does the the author engage with relevant scholarship including previously published work in tourism geographies and this is a key point again thinking back to jamie's comments we really need authors to engage with the relevant scholarship that's out there either in tour, especially in tourism geography as the journal as well as geography as a discipline and tourism studies because we are sort of that bridge between these two fields. Number 7 is the structure of the paper appropriate. This is of course is very, is very important. We have received regularly receive papers that for example don't do not have a method section at all or are not structured appropriately to the journal so we take this very seriously and number eight this the question is is the paper well written and this addresses Joseph's last comment thinking about is it meticulously edited has the, have the authors put in the time and the effort to really, Pay attention to the details of the paper so that there are not significant errors, so that the references are in order, all of these types of things. So, yeah, I mean, this these criteria, of course, are tr- probably relevant to most academic publishing, but we wanted to put out a list of things that we feel are important specifically to tourism geographies, and we hope that it's helpful for both authors and reviewers.
0: Okay, so we know from the publishing experience, some of our papers are desk rejected and some go through the review process and are then rejected. Can you explain a little bit about the process in tourism geographies?
1: Yeah, thanks. Thanks, Stephen. That's that's a really, really um, important question. And just just to go back to Mary's comments, those criteria are available on our author website, which is tgjournal.com, tgjournal.com. So back to your question, Stephen, and the issue of the rejection of papers. I I want to assure people that as editors, we're quite human. We're not machines. that we, we don't treat things unemotionally. When we look at papers initially, what we want to do is accept them, right? Our first instinct is, what can we do about accepting this paper? Um, and that's the point we start from. So don't see us as these, these mean people sitting in our dark caves waiting to reject papers. What we really want to do is give authors the benefit of the doubt, right? But at the outset, it's important, especially the first page or even the abstract, that it's written meticulously, because as we go through it from page to page, the more errors and inconsistencies we see, the more likely the paper will be rejected. So, as Steve said, what makes what 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 causes a paper to be rejected? I think one of the main ones is, in the first instance, is the paper written in a coherent fashion. And very often, if we as editors can't understand what the author is is uh, is talking about, it's highly unlikely that our readers will as well more importantly it's highly unlikely that reviewers will even see it as something that should be accepted bearing in mind that we don't send anything to peer reviewers unless we think it has a good chance of acceptance right because peer reviewers time is valuable and we are often reluctant to give them something that we should desk reject anyway so for us as as the first kind of barrier to publication what we want to do is ensure that the papers we send to our peer reviewers warrant being reviewed and warrant consuming their important time because for each paper that's submitted to us a reviewer might spend at least an hour maybe two hours to review the paper and of course all of these people are volunteers right so what we want to do is respect the time they give to the journal and and authors need to think this is think about this as well there's a whole production line of people who are volunteering to do this and all of these people want to give you the benefit of the doubt but you have to earn the benefit of the doubt. If your paper is sloppily uh, produced, if it has spelling errors and, and grammatical errors throughout, it's not possible to get past the death rejection phase.
3: So, here is another tip from me. So, if you never published in Tourism Geographies journal before, try to read the most recent articles that are published in Tourism Geographies as much as you can and get familiar with the writing style, structure and formatting and other um, issues. So, for example, tourism geographies doesn't encourage authors to use I, and there are some other, you know, certain criteria and style that you, you want to learn. But just the easiest or best way to learn might be just reading the most recent articles that I, I, would, I would do personally if I never published in, in any journal.
0: Yeah, that's a great tip. Thanks, Jayum.
3: Thank you.
1: Joseph again here. So one of the things that we want to do is, you know, while we talk about the pitfalls and challenges of publishing in tourism geographies, what we want to do is also be encouraging, right? Uh, especially to early career researchers whose publication body of work is starting to emerge. Now, publishing in 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 top tier journals is difficult. It's challenging. Even some of the most seasoned researchers make elementary errors and grammatical errors and spelling mistakes and those kinds of things. So we're not unsympathetic to that. But what we do know is the more you practice your writing craft, the the the, the better it becomes, right? So be encouraged, don't be discouraged. Rejection isn't necessarily the end of the world. What it can mean is it, it can also flag ways in which your work can be can be improved. And many of us, including all of us on the on the podcast today. We've had papers that have been rejected and we continuously have papers that are rejected. But what it does, it gives us an opportunity to learn from what the reviewers are telling us and to continue to polish the work that we want published. So don't be discouraged. If at first you fail, keep trying and try again.
3: Again, so again, rejection is hard, but it's again, it's a learning experience and just be persistent and eventually you might be able to publish your piece. So be hopeful. Thanks for that,
2: Jaya. Uh, and I think it's
3: really uh, important to
2: acknowledge rejection. It's sort of like grant proposals, right? It's for every grant proposal that's funded, you have to know that uh, several other grant proposals were not. So I think this is just part of the broader academic experience that we all experience at different times in different ways. But in any case, we really we're looking forward to receiving your manuscripts. And I think we have a, such a tourism geographies is sort of a very inclusive field, and we look forward to hearing more. About about all of the exciting work that our authors are up to. And please, if you have questions about your manuscript or questions about the journal, feel free to get in touch with any one of us.